Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the final little bite-sized political podcast of the day. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. If you want to pick up an additional special extra podcast, you can pick it up over on my Substack uh, because that's what I'm going to start doing now. You will find exclusive material there, and I've asked you to all subscribe to my uh, Substack. It's only a fiver a month, and it's the best thing you can do to actually support me if you want to. So uh, anyway, uh, shall we talk about something Tucker Carlson said, uh, which I thought probably might uh, interest you guys, because Tucker has called COVID-19, quote, the greatest crime ever committed. And I think a lot of people would go along with that. It's certainly one of the greatest crimes ever committed. But let's start off by listening to Tucker in his own words. Yeah, millions died. And, you know, we've had over a thousand people arrested for milling around the Capitol three years ago, January 6th. No one's been arrested for this. Millions dead. No one's been arrested. My brother ran into Tony Fauci in our family dog park in Washington the other day. He had Secret Service protection. He's retired. He works at Georgetown. He doesn't work for the U.S. government. He has yeah. government finance security. I don't. I mean, how? I, so not only I, my point is he not only has not been punished, He's living, continuing to live at public expense at the highest possible level. He's being lauded. When does someone get punished for what has got to be the greatest crime ever committed? There you go. Pretty good question. I'm sure you would agree. He's actually in conversation here with uh, Ron Paul. Let's listen to what his reaction is. So I wrote a comparison between Anthony Fauci and J. Edgar Hoover, because I think there are similarities. They both were or had a great impulse to be an authoritarian. Hoover may have had more power to be that authoritarian, but they served for way too long, decade after decade, and then abused their power over time. But you're right, Anthony Fauci's not gone. He has a limo and a limo driver and security 24-7 because they say he's had threats. Well, I had 34 threats once earlier this week, in a week. 34 threats in a week, including people who say, know where I am on a certain day at home, and they'll see me there. We can't arrest them. We know who they are because they don't say they're going to kill me. They just laugh and say, see you there. You know, look around. I may be there. And but nobody gives me special protection on that. We have our own now. We've had to hire our own. And I have people who work for me who are armed and policemen. I don't want anybody to think I don't have protection. We do have protection. But the thing is, is we're not sure that Anthony Fauci is not still being paid. We've asked whether he's being paid and we've asked who's paying for his security. We do know that when he was active, he made about between him and his wife, his wife was in charge of ethics. So if there was ever a problem with Anthony Fauci not being ethical, his wife would review the ethics, which I'm sure she was pure to, you know, sure to tell him that if he was doing anything unethical. But their combined salary is about 800000 His wealth went from $7 million to $12 million during the pandemic. He got a million-dollar prize from a private foundation. What kind of what kind of uh, person, civil servants allowed to take a million dollar prize? Did anybody investigate whether the foundation has anything to do with pharma? We now have money going from the vaccine manufacturers to NIH. Moderna shares the patent. And you say, well, that's fair. The scientists in NIH did a lot of research. Four hundred million dollars went from Moderna to the NIH. But my question is this. It, it may sound fair, but how can the NIH or any of these people be objective now in deciding whether we should have to take a vaccine because I got $400 million. Wouldn't that conflict you as far as deciding whether we had a mandate that every six-month-old get a vaccine? 
So there we go, my friends. Uh, what, what do you think of that exchange? You know, you can see that uh, Tucker reckons it's the biggest crime ever committed. Uh, and yet, as he rightly points out, um, Fauci is being given 24-7 security. He's retired. He's happily working in Georgetown University in Washington. Armdale ain't life grand. I think Fauci should be given 24-7 protection by putting him in a prison cell. I think Fauci should be behind bars, not behind a security screen. I think Fauci should be held, should be made accountable for his unbelievable uh, crimes against humanity. Remember, this is the guy who pushed the entire narrative during 2020, 2021, and then he started to fade in 2022 and vanished from the scene in 2023, the scene of the crime. And we, you know, um, when you consider just how awful the whole COVID scam was, um, you, you, you can appreciate that uh, Fauci has to be held responsible for him. He probably was, certainly in the Western Hemisphere anyway, most definitely in America, uh, he was the highest profile arch Covidian. He was the guy that told us, you had to get your jab, remember? Get your jab. One jab, that's going to do it. It's going to stop it right there, except he was lying, of course. Then he told us, you got to get your second jab. And then he told us a little bit later, you got to get your booster. Have you had your booster? No? Get your booster. This guy's a monster. Like, you know, so you sort of think that monsters are going to look like, you know, Dracula or Frankenstein. But no, some of the most malignant person, people that have ever been in this planet look very mundane. They dress well, perhaps they dress in, dress in nice suits and they seem ever so nice, but they're monsters. And I reckon that Fauci is a monster. I, I believe, along with Tucker, that COVID-19 is the greatest crime ever committed against humanity. wonder do you agree? Do let me know in the comments and catch up with you soon.